Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to Holistic Hearts, episode 39. I'm continuing the theme of giving you permission. Not that you need it, but maybe you do need it. I know I needed someone to come alongside me and say, yes, it's okay to pause. Or, yes, permission to dream. Which was last week's episode. If you haven't listened, go back and listen. And yes, you have permission to practice listening prayer. Today, I'm bringing you permission to try out listening prayer, which may be new to you, but it's important and an incredibly powerful relational aspect of your relationship with God. There's so much I could say on prayer, and I would love to share it. But today, I really wanted to focus in on this particular avenue because it can be so faith-building. What better time to increase our faith than right in the middle of Christmas season? Listening prayer has become an everyday part of my life. It's become an everyday part of um, so many of my friends around me. And it has just astronomically taken us to a whole different level of our relationship with Jesus. I hope that today's podcast brings you to this place of curiosity, encouragement, and it spurs you on in faith that you actually go and try it. So here we go. What is listening prayer? Listening prayer is coming before the Lord and asking a question and waiting for an answer. I'm sure that there's some of you that might be thinking, uh, Kristen, the Lord doesn't speak to me in an audible voice. Well, I have yet to hear an audible voice, (laughs) but I know that there's people that have. But for me, when I'm listening for the voice of the Lord, I have to trust that he is eager to talk to me. And that can be through an impression, through uh, a feeling through a picture. Most of all, for me, it's usually through a picture. And then he begins to speak it out. So it can come in many different ways other than an audible voice. Psalm 139 says, he thinks of me throughout the day more than there are grains of sand in the ocean. That's a heck of a lot. I mean, he's constantly thinking about you. He is constantly thinking about me. Jesus also said, my sheep hear my voice. So that means we can hear his voice. If you really struggle with hearing his voice, I want you to speak that over your life. That is a truth and a promise to declare over your life. Every morning, if you are struggling hearing his voice, say to yourself and say out loud, I am his sheep. He is my shepherd, and I hear his voice. 
In John 14, 17, it says, You will know him, for he dwells within you and will be in you. I have to come expecting like a little child anticipating this beautiful gift of a conversation. The first thing with listening prayer is I have to let go of my expectations and my agenda. And a tangible way that I do that is I just come before, I picture coming before Jesus and laying down whatever it is that I think needs to happen. You can use listening prayer for yourself like this. You can wake up, roll right out of bed, and like my good friend Eugene Lenning says, God, what are you up to today? (laughs) And he says it just like that. And I love it because it's so um, friendly and so simple. So it can be as easy as, what are you doing, Jesus, in this moment? And you sit and you wait and you listen. Or you can ask deeper questions like, who have you created me to be right now? Or how are you delighting in me today? Or this one always makes me laugh. How did I make you laugh today? Because we all know we take ourselves so seriously. Or even just asking, what do you want to talk about, Jesus? Or you could use listening prayer to pray for a friend or your child or someone the Lord places on your mind. I promise you, he's going to speak You just have to be patient with yourself and trust the process. It's like a muscle. You have to start to use it for it to grow. You have to practice. So what does this voice sound like? What does God's voice sound like when we're practicing these things? So let's go back to the word again. And I want to remind you that Jesus was the word. He was the word in person. He was love embodied. He was kind. He was gentle. He was patient. He was the fruit of the spirit. He was the spirit. So he contained all of the fruit of the spirit, gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, all of those things. That's what his voice sounds like. And I want to remind you too, Back in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, you know, the big love chapter, love is kind, love is patient, all of those things. Right after that, maybe it's right before, see, I can't remember right off the bat, but it's right before or after where he says, if I speak prophecies and I do all of these without love, it's like a noisy gong. So it fully has to be dependent and and washed by love. It is foundationally based on love. So when we are listening in prayer, when we are listening and waiting for him to respond, it has to be rooted in love. Maybe you're having a little bit of a pushback, and I want to encourage you, like another one of my good friends, Matt Toth, He says, we're not creating a new theology by using listening prayer. This is just simply 
speaking life into others. One of my most favorite moments as a coach and a teacher of my classes has been when I ask, like when we were meeting in person, oh, the good old days, (laughs) when I would ask a group of people to sit and be still and ask God for a word or picture for another person in the room. At the beginning, there would be, you know, people shifting in their seats, a little tense apprehension. And by the end of the time that we started to say, I think I heard blah, blah, blah for so-and-so. And it fills the room with wonder and faith and encouragement. And the Holy Spirit loves it when we open our hearts to hear his heart for his children. What a way to honor Jesus. We are lifting each other up in the body of Christ. It's super scary and super vulnerable and incredibly faith-building and full of that amazing feeling that you get when you speak life into someone else. At the beginning, most people are super nervous, like I said, from our, my group time with my courses. And so say they think of a sandpiper flitting around on the beach, or they hear a song, or I, I don't know, they think of an Uno card, <laughs> that your first thought could be, I just totally made that up, or it's something I ate, or I don't know if I heard that right, but I promise you, if you step out, God will use you. So there was this amazing story for me when I was listening for a friend of mine, and I was brand new at this listening prayer and practicing, and she was a little bit older, um, beautiful older woman. She was a widow. She had lost her husband about a year prior. And she was teaching us how to listen, how to listen on behalf of somebody else. And so she gave us a moment to sit and listen, and we all chose to listen for her. And when we were sitting and listening, it was very quiet. We had some worship on. Um, The first thing that came to my mind was (laughs) sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, everything, you know, that whole that old, old song. And I totally started laughing out loud. And then when I shared it with her, I was super nervous. I was shy. I was like, oh gosh, you have to be kidding me. I don't know if this is (laughs) real. And so I shyly told her and I had this song in my head and I wasn't sure what it meant. It's not my job to interpret, right? We just get to pass along the letter, right? That God's wanting to give to them. And she was so kind and she laughed and we both were like, hmm, I wonder what that means. And then about six months later, she met the man that she would eventually marry. And he's a wonderful, godly man. And they now run this beautiful ministry together. That increased my faith. And It's one of those moments that I've said over and over in this podcast, you cannot make this up, right? In that same group, uh, for our birthday, 
This was so cool. And it is a forever treasure. I have it on a recording. This group of amazing women, you know who you are, prayed over me and sat and listened on my behalf of what the Father wanted to say about me. Each one of those women said something that nobody else could have known unless they were asking the Father who knew my life. It was from various things of you're going to speak to women and unlock keys that will help open up their hearts, which fast forward three years, and that is exactly what I'm doing. There was little moments where another lady called me. She was like, I don't know what this means, but I keep hearing the word chickadee. My grandpa would call me chickadee as a little, you know, nickname for me growing up. How cool is that? And you know what I felt? I felt seen. I felt known. Not only by these women who I barely knew, but it just melted my heart to know that God was there in these little tiny moments of the chickadee, of showing me the future. And and another lady uh, she was writing about um, sharing stories and writing. And it's just so cool how that can change the trajectory. So listening prayer is so powerful. So we are called to identify and encourage one another. And listening prayer is definitely a tool to use to hear the father's thoughts about one of his children. And the pressure is off. Whether we're listening for ourselves or for other people, remember God is the God of wonder and joy. Like a dad watching his baby learn to walk, he's so proud of whatever steps he takes, right? As he comes before him. He's not going to go down and push him down and say, how dare you try? He's so proud of whatever steps we take towards becoming more and more like him right? The baby wants to be just like the father. And we are called to be children who seek after our father's heart and who imitate him. And what a fun way to do that. So I challenge you this week, I want you to try out listening prayer, whether it's for yourself or it's for somebody else. Maybe this could be a beautiful Christmas gift, right? You're not, I want to add to when we're listening for somebody else, this is not a time of correction. It's just simply stepping in to the throne room and asking God what he loves about his children. If you're listening for somebody else, If you're listening for yourself, just remember, he is kind, gentle. He's not pointing a finger. He wants to love you. He is himself love. And even if it's a correcting, we don't even know it's a correcting until afterwards. It's that good, right? We're like, whoa, you disciplined me. Like, 
last week and I didn't even know it because it was so kind. So just keep that in front of you. All right. Okay. If you do this, please share it with me. You can email me. You can find me on Instagram or on Facebook at Kristen Fields Chadwick. I would love to hear how this goes. And if you need more help, if you want to dive deeper, if you want to increase your faith even more, come and join me for the Heavenly Commission course this January. I have a handful of spots left in my gold package of my personal one-on-one coaching and an endless amount for the silver, silver package, which is the online course by itself. You can find out more at the link below. You can go to my website, www.kristinkristinfieldschadwick.com. Thanks, guys, and have a merry, merry Christmas. I hope that you do this and bless somebody's socks off. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.